Welcome to Unsupervised Learning. I'm Daniel Meisler, and this show explores the intersection of security, technology, and society, and thinks about what might be coming next. Every Monday, there's a news and analysis episode that condenses 5 to 20 hours of reading and analysis into a 15-minute summary, as well as regular essays, interviews, and book reviews that cover specific topics. The goal is to give you a concise, curated update on the most interesting things happening in the world and to explore ideas that give you something to think about and prepare you for what's coming next. All right, welcome to episode 256 and happy Thanksgiving week. I wrote two essays last week and over the weekend, How Reading and Meditation Extend Life and Social media and AI are mirrors that reveal our ugliness. Security news. Mudge has been named the head of security at Twitter, which is good to hear. A couple of researchers who I think are very brave did some analysis on who makes up the elite in the Chinese Communist Party. They actually made a whole breakdown of their ages, ranks, education, gender, birth, province, and alma mater. And I wonder if they're getting a lot of login requests to their accounts. The UK has a new national cyber force, as well as a space command, and some kind of AI focus agency, which they're not really talking much about. Citizens are starting to use facial recognition apps to identify police in the US, kind of turning the camera back on them. Russian hacker group R-Evil has attacked Kenneth Copeland, who is famous for doing the, uh, like, whoosh, blow away COVID, and also now the new video of him laughing. Can't remember what he was laughing about, but it was quite silly. And the group is now threatening to release 1.2 terabytes of sensitive data, according to them, if he doesn't pay a ransom. And normally, I think this is a pretty bad move. Uh, not a huge fan of ransomware groups, but this guy is the type of cynical evil that I actually enjoy seeing this happen to. Vulnerabilities. Drupal is vulnerable to a double extension attack, like from the 90s, where you can just add a benign extension, like .docx or whatever, to a PHP or Python or JavaScript, and other types of files and have them execute after uploading. So really old school attack. And Cisco has released multiple updates for multiple products. Tools. Asset Node has released a really cool competitor to SecList, which is the security list project that I created with Jason Haddix. You should definitely check it out. It's uh, I think it's called wordless.assetnote.com or something like that. It, they got a really interesting way of up, updating it. I think they update it automatically every month. So it's not quite the same as Cyclist where it's constantly being submitted to and you know incorporated via uh, pull requests. But it's really cool. I like the way the site is set up. I like the way you navigate the files. It's, it's really cool. AWS now has a network firewall that allows you to filter both ingress and egress traffic for a VPC and it uses Suricata for stateful packet inspection. This is really exciting. wonder how expensive this is. I think I'm about to go find out. Companies. FireEye has acquired Respond Software, where a bunch of my friends actually work. 
So congrats to everyone over there. Technology. Facebook's Project Aria is an AR headset that functions like a Google Maps car by mapping everything you see inside and out. So the idea is anyone wearing one of these would just be mapping everything they're seeing constantly. And that shared map would be uploaded to become more real time and more detailed because obviously people can go where cars can't go. Tesla made it into the S and P 500 and its stock is, yeah, it's booming. Uh, first the rumor made it, you know, jump, but now it's actually, I think on the list now and it's up like 10% again today. So crazy. Squarespace has added support for memberships and paywalled content, which all the platforms are heading in the direction of helping creators monetize. So now Squarespace is part of that group. And CVS is about to allow PayPal and Venmo QR codes at checkout. I think this is cool, but I don't want to use a QR code to check out. They made this mistake before by not going with more common mobile payment systems. And they had their own proprietary one for a while, which nobody used, and they eventually got rid of, and now they're doing QR codes. I don't know why they don't just move forward. Society News, researchers out of Tel Aviv University appear to have significantly reversed aging in the cells of living humans. Quote, today telomere shortening is considered the holy grail of the biology of aging, Professor Efrati says. Researchers around the world are trying to develop pharmacological and environmental interventions that enable telomere and elongation. Our HBOT protocol was able to achieve this, proving that the aging process can in fact be reversed at the basic cellular molecular level. That is super exciting. All counties in China have officially been lifted out of poverty. That is extraordinary. It's really interesting here because a lot of people talk about how China has become this manufacturing hub and, you know, so many people have difficult lives working in these manufacturing jobs. But I can't remember who it was that told me about this, maybe five or 10 years ago, that essentially the people working in those jobs have seen their quality of life increase exponentially and that it's only due to you know, the West's opinion of a standard of living that we see their current situation is bad. So that was an interesting perspective update for me. The FDA has cleared the use of lab-made antibodies to treat COVID. And evidently this is being done in kind of an emergency rush mode for obvious reasons. People are taking up Zillow scrolling, which is a form of escapism where you browse real estate sites looking at places to possibly live. And a lot of people are doing this when they are just starting their careers. They don't really have that much money. They're kind of looking at what they might try to buy in 5, 10, 15 years. But evidently, it's a new form of escapism, like playing a video game or something. The majority of British people now think Brexit was a bad idea. Welcome. Over half of young adults in the U.S. now live with their parents. By some measures, the American consumer is actually doing quite well, or at least financially. Disposable income is above pre-COVID levels. Savings doubled pre-COVID rates in September. 
credit card balances are down and earnings are above those in March. Surprising. Wonder Woman 1984 will be launched on HBO Max and in theaters on the same exact day. This is big news because it's yet another trend that's been accelerated by COVID. So this was already going to happen where you have like the simultaneous releases and a lot of pressure is being put on the movie theaters themselves. But now it's happening even faster. And especially since we're surging in the U.S., I mean, there's a good chance that theaters won't even be showing this, or at least not very many. So it's likely that the HBO Max launch will be the main launch. Ideas, trends, and analysis. Thanksgiving will be thousands of super spreader events. We've all heard of super spreader events where too many people get together, where one person was infected, and a bunch of people get it as a result. Well, that's what Thanksgiving is about to be, except for there will be thousands or maybe tens of thousands of those events. And sadly, a lot of those events will include elderly family members. It's truly sad. People want to see their family so badly that they're willing to take risks, but those decisions are going to result in a lot of deaths. The real question is how much we'll see these numbers spike in the few weeks after Thanksgiving weekend and whether we'll be able to have any time to adjust to learn our lesson before Christmas, where we might just repeat it again. And a disturbing thought of the day, and this really is disturbing, the real indicator that America has returned to normal might actually be the resumption of weekly mass shootings. If you've noticed, they've been quite quiet over the course of the pandemic, but maybe we'll know that the vaccine has succeeded when we start seeing lots of mass shootings again, which is just a horrible benchmark for progress. Brexit as a civil war within capitalism. This is a really interesting piece you should check out. Updates. I'm back to reading Anna Karenina, and I'm going to actually finish it this time. I'm getting pretty close. And I'm once again stunned by Tolstoy's understanding of humans. It's beyond anything I've ever experienced. And I'm actually quite caught up on modern nonfiction books that I've been reading. So I think I'm going to do some deep diving on some classics. Looking forward to that over the holidays. I'm also about to work on a huge piece on metrics, specifically on a, an attempt to find a unified theory that links metrics, OKRs, business intelligence, and lots of other performance measurement ideas. So look for that in the next one to four weeks, I would say. Discovery. Got a collection of coding fonts. Why a paid newsletter won't be enough money for most writers. On December 21st, Jupiter and Saturn will look like a single double planet from Earth. It'll be a little bit harder to see in the Northern Hemisphere, but visible for some amount of time right after sunset. So I'll definitely be checking that out. Write code like you write a recipe and 15 signs of a bad work environment while interviewing. Recommendations for the week. Cancel Thanksgiving, an Atlantic article on why you shouldn't do normal in-person gatherings and what you can do instead. And don't eat inside of a restaurant, another Atlantic piece. I wonder if it's the same author I didn't check. This time about the dangers of inside eating versus outside. I think the stat was something like 20x of the risk of inhaled droplets and aerosols 
have to check that, but it was very high number. And we definitely have not been doing that, not been eating inside of restaurants. The way I explain it is when you're in a small room with lots of people, you're sharing a lung. And that's what you don't want to be doing with COVID is sharing lungs. And the aphorism for the week, it is a sign of weakness to avoid showing signs of weakness. It is a sign of weakness to avoid showing signs of weakness. Nassim Taleb. All right. Thanks for listening to this episode and have a great Thanksgiving. See you next time.